Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by the Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association, castlerock-petenwell.com, and by Huntworth Gear, high-tech camel wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com. I'm Dan Small. Today, we'll talk with Accessibility Wisconsin founder Monica Spaney about her efforts to make the outdoors accessible to anyone with limited mobility using outdoor wheelchairs. And guide Jesse Qualley reports on the great fishing action on the Castle Rock and Petenwell flowages. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, brought to you by Pappas Trading Post, Southern Wisconsin's largest Matthews and Mission archery retailer. They're located just west of Arena at the intersection of Highway 14 and County Highway H, and on the web at pappastradingpost.com. You hear this feature each and every week broadcast on WTSO, the Big 1070, at this time, and anytime at all on our podcast on Lakelink, iHeartRadio, or wherever you might find your podcast. And joining us once again is pro angler Duffy Cup. Well, Duffy, you've been a busy guy fishing quite a bit this summer. Yeah, uh, quite a bit. Just something that's different from previous years. I haven't fished around the Madison area as much as I normally do because I have the opportunity to go to other places, which is always fun. Yeah. Well, what do you know about the Madison area? I was out today, and it was high sky and lots of sun and no wind. That didn't help. Those are my excuses anyway. Not a lot going on, although as I drive around the lake, I see a lot of the perch guys out. I talk to a couple of them. you got to work. I mean, the guys that are willing to work and move around and, and find an area where there are fish, they're catching some, uh, they're catching perch, and they're either catching them right on the outside edge of the weeds, or sometimes they'll get off that weed edge out to 20 or 25 feet of water, and they're catching them. Uh, There might be some big ones being caught, but unfortunately, guys are happy sometimes with an 8-inch perch, which if that's what you're catching, that's what you're doing. There's probably not a lot of meat on the 8-inch perch. I haven't cleaned one in quite a while, but that's not a real big fish. Um, So you're talking Mendota, right? For the perch? Well, I was talking Mendota. I haven't, since I got back home, I haven't talked to anybody that's been perch fishing on either Monona or Wabisa. I've got to believe that there are guys, again, that are willing to do the work to move around and, and find them. I'm, I'm sure they're catching them, and I'm sure that they're probably catching bluegills at least out on Monona over maybe 40 feet of water down maybe 20 feet especially the bigger ones will be suspended at this time of the year out there yeah okay well what else do you know pike have been few and far between we did uh, i was out uh, last week a couple of times we caught some we did not catch any small ones i think the smallest one we caught was probably 34 35 inches nice but they're kind of skinny the one guy that was with me uh, rich connor he caught one and it was a nice fish it was probably 35 36 inches long had a huge head, and that head made the rest of the body look kind of skinny. But as the water starts cooling down again, uh, I was out there on Mendota this morning, and I ran early, early. I mean, just as the sun's barely coming up, 
I found uh, water temperatures in shallow areas that was about 69 degrees. And then you get into the deeper areas and that surface temperature will be up to 73, 74. So I'm guessing that uh, Monona and Wabisa are probably on that edge where you can fish for muskies because it's under 80 degrees. Just be careful on how you're handling them once you catch them. Got it. Okay. You hear anything from the walleye or bass guys? There was a guy that had something online and said he was catching some on the secondary point out on Mendota which uh, means, you know, you get a little bit of a drop-off out there. Well, you're going to go and you're going to go further and look for that second drop-off, and that's where they're catching them. So I'm, I'm guessing that's got to be in the areas that they're fishing, probably, again, between 20 and 25 feet of water. Got it. Well, do you hear anything about the river or Lake Wisconsin? I have not heard anything on that, no. Okay. Well, let's turn our focus to where you've been. You were in Minnesota a few days ago, right? Yeah, I was in Minnesota last week. Uh, the Clam Corporation, they invite us up there. There's a lot of us. <laughs> there were probably over 300, 300 people up there, all different jobs and different rankings and stuff like that. But they, they feed you very, very well. On the second day, they go through and they introduce all the new products, and Clam is introducing 65 new products this year. So that company just keeps growing and growing. Uh, I'm trying to keep my emphasis because if you try to know about all the products, it'll drive you crazy. I'm uh, just concentrating on their hub and their uh, fish trap uh, shelters. Uh, for ice fishing. Yes, and mo most of the stuff that they have is, is ice fishing stuff, and it's really well done. Uh, I can't say enough good things about the company. Oh, yeah. Well, they've kind of invented modern ice fishing, or, you know, Dave Genn certainly did. Is he still involved in uh, those pro programs? Oh, sure. Yeah. Dave, Dave was there. In yeah. fact, one of the real early fish traps, which was made out of a, like a white canvas, they had one of those in the, in the showroom at the headquarters. Hmm, <laughs> hmm. Nice. Then, let's see, you were up north, and you're going north again, I presume, to chase some muskies? Yes, we are. Looks like the projected weather, and it looks good, so there should be no excuse for not uh, being at least somewhat successful up there. Yeah, and what do you do for muskies? You know, I'm going to be up north this weekend myself. Uh, this time of year, I, I like top water. I don't know about you. Top water it, it can be very effective this time of year. Depending upon the wind when you're out there, if you have dead calm or close to dead calm situation, you probably want to work a bait, for lack of a better term, the bass guys call them Z-baits. Yeah. You know, all they are is cigars with a couple of treble hooks on them, and you take them and, and get them to walk the dog back to the boat. Yep. That can be very effective. And then if you start getting a little bit of wind, then you probably want to forget about using Noah's, and then you want to go with something that's got a prop on the back, uh -huh. like a fat bastard from uh, Lake X. Those can be very, very effective, too. Yep, I've got a couple of those, and my only muskie in the boat so far this year came on a black fat bastard. Up in the area where you're heading, we won't name any lakes here, but it was a nice eh, mid-sized, you know, mid-30s fish, but... Any fish on a topwater is fun, I think. Topwater is good, and bucktails, always fun yep. bucktails, especially uh, Meps, Musky Killer. Yep. Uh, they have their uh, Marabou, 
one with the marabou uh, skirt on it. That's been very effective for me. Yep, I got a couple of those in the boat, too. Well, before we let you go, a pit tag challenge is coming up sometime next month, right? Yeah, uh, on September 24th, the Capital City chapter of Muskie's Inc. is uh, putting on their annual pit tag challenge. It's uh, it's open to anybody that wants to get on there. Just go to uh, capitalcitymuskiesinc.org. All the details, you'll find all the details on there. It's a little bit different from other tournaments in the fact that if you catch a fish, you got to make a quick quick phone call if you don't have a scanner in your boat and get your fish scanned. And if that fish that you catch has a pit tag in it, then you're in the running for some pretty nice prizes. So it gets a little bit interesting. Cool. Well, <laughs> we a lot of fun at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll tell folks about that again as the time approaches. Well, Duffy, uh, thanks so much for this report, and uh, good luck when you go up north again. Well, hopefully luck will have nothing to do with it, Dan. All the skill. I'm, I'm sure you'll, <laughs> you'll put all that skill to work. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Duffy. <laughs> All right, Dan, we'll see you. You bet. Duffy Cup with the Madison Report, brought to you by Pappas Trading Post, Wisconsin's largest Matthews and Mission archery retailer, on the web at pappastradingpost.com and on Highway 14, just west of Arena. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Pappas Trading Post is southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit pappastradingpost.com. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal, year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit hupe.com. And all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. Well, joining me once again um, this week from his home in Wisconsin Rapids is Jeff Kelm, back from Lake Owyhee one more time. How are you doing? Yeah, last <laughs> trip to uh, South Dakota this year. Yeah, I'm doing okay, Dan. I, I uh, Man, it's it. I feel like each year the, 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 the trips 
the longer trips just keep there keeps getting more of them. And I don't I don't think that's actually true. I think those longer trips just wear on you a little bit more. You know, you're not at home and um uh, Lake Oahe has been, uh, the home for the tournaments here the last, uh, number of weeks, basically the month of August and, um, had, uh, the national team championship out there at the beginning of August and now the, uh, latest Masters Walleye Circuit, circuit event this last week on Lake Oahe. Uh, the first one was in Mobridge. This one was in Gettysburg, about one hour south of Mobridge, uh, down on 212, uh, one of the few bridges that crosses the Missouri River in Lake Oahe. Have they made you an honorary South Dakota resident yet? You're spending a lot of time there. I feel like, I feel like I, I know all of the politicians and their commercials oh now my. from watching the television. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm starting to learn the, you know, GDP of, of South Dakota and all of that. So and I, I'm, I, it's been fun to learn about the history of Gettysburg, Dan. It was, uh, obviously shares the same name as, uh, Gettysburg, Virginia, where Pennsylvania, where, Pennsylvania. Uh, or Pen- uh, Pennsylvania, rather, um, where where you think of uh, you know the the Civil War right. and things like that, and um, uh, I found out that uh, this uh, town was uh, formed by former Civil War soldiers that came home and um, put their skills and knowledge that they learned while uh, prior to and during the war to creating a town. And that is how Gettysburg, South Dakota came to be. And, uh, they've even got a, a cheeky little sign as you drive into town. It says, uh, Gettysburg, South Dakota, where the battle wasn't. <laughs> and, uh, town was formed in 1883. Hmm. And, um, but great little town, got, uh, restaurants and, uh, uh, other cafes and things like that to, to eat, plenty of places to stay. And, uh, folks really love uh, they're, they're outdoors out there. You know, it's, um, it's fishing obviously on Lake Oahe and lots and lots of bird hunting. Yep. Yep. That's what the Dakotas are all about, of course. Well, how did the tournament go? You know, Dan, it was a challenging bite once again for the anglers, though. I think more fish were caught, uh, per, you know, uh, per percentage wise, uh, uh, by anglers this time than it was a couple of weeks ago. Which would make sense. Most of these guys were from South Dakota, whereas the NTC, uh, the majority of them weren't from South Dakota. So a lot of anglers have some experience on a Lake Oahe, and uh, it was still a challenging bite for them. But the winners of the national team championship earlier in the year were uh, uh, Dwayne Jelm and Tyson Keller. Mm-hmm. Dwayne is fishing the National Walleye Tour, and so he's over in Dunkirk, New York. Tyson picked up a gentleman from his hometown in Pierce, South Dakota, named Brant Be- uh, Brant Becker, and uh, they've been good friends for most of their lives. And they decided to fish together. So Tyson's on this, you know, hot streak. He thinks he knows where the fish are, and he does. But Dan, they were 80 miles away from where they were two weeks oh, earlier. My goodness. Hmm. He still found them. He still caught them. He still won. They won together with over 44 pounds on the scale. They brought a 27-pound bag in the final day. That's only two fish over 20 inches allowed, and they still crushed 27 pounds. It was uh, it was an incredible day for them. They win. Tyson's on a hot streak. Um, it's pretty fun to watch. Uh, just uh, you know, a guy who just 
is trying to live a dream, and he's uh, he's finding a way to achieve it. Nice. Well, he's got a couple of wins back-to-back. That's unusual in the uh, tournament fishing world for sure, but con- congrats yeah, it's to kind him. Of, it's kind of funny when you, you look at it. Uh, his NTC partner won the National Walleye Tour event on Green Bay just a, just two weeks prior to the National Team Championship. Now, Tyson has won the MWC two weeks after the N, uh, NTC, the National Team Championship. So that both of those guys have really uh, done quite well just two weeks apart, you know, a month, a month apart from each other. They're winning separate events. And, of course, because they were the National Team Championship winners from early in August, they get to come over to Marinette as a team and fish. And now Tyson's got to make a decision who he wants to fish uh, with, if it's going to be Brant Becker. Yeah. Or uh, uh, with uh, Dwayne Jell, yeah. so it's 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 a good problem nice to have. Nice problem to have, yeah, absolutely. Well, this is your camping week, your annual get outside with your son for a few days up on the Turtle Flambeau Flowage, right? Turtle Flambeau Flowage. You got plans to uh, go and uh, fish with uh, Mike Sabek, Doc, sure. up there. Uh, uh, we we tend to at least meet up and say hi for a little bit, but he cleared his schedule for us, and he's going to take us out fishing for a portion of time and uh yeah we're gonna just we we go up there we find an island to camp on uh we started this in 2020 when um we really didn't have much else to do uh and um i thought it was just kind of a neat way for for my son and i to get out and uh just do something just he and i uh and he's he's loved it he talks about it all the time um he asks you know is, is it getting closer he, he's now asking for specific things because he remembers stuff from the year before. Um, and so, um, you know, about like the, you know, can we stop somewhere on the way there? Because he remembers, a, you know, an ice cream yep. shop. That's one thing that he's asked for. <laughs> you know, can we, can we stop at an I ice cream shop? I think I know shop? which uh, yeah, one you mean, yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, right, in, uh, right outside Monaco there. Yes. Yeah. That's what yeah. I yes. yes. Oh, cool. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, we're, uh, you know, we're looking forward to stuff like that. Uh, we'll see what the weather does and see how dry we get to stay. But yeah. uh, it's going to be fun either well, way. Well, it's supposed to be decent weather, but, you know, it's Wisconsin. That can change suddenly. Well, Ozzy and I have been shooting our bows. You know, I have not been shooting a bow for probably a decade. I had to replace the um, the rubber tubing for the peep sight. But he's uh, getting ready for bow hunting, and I thought, well, let me get my old forge bow out and see what I can do. And I had to crank it down to about 50 pounds because I was drawing 57, 58 before. And once I got the twitches gone, um, you know, I'm I'm shooting pretty decent groups, shooting every other day, half a dozen arrows, uh, once or twice a day. And I don't know if I'll bow hunt, but it is fun to uh, sling some arrows at uh, a deer target in front of a bale of hay again. And I haven't done that in a long time. And we are still finding oyster mushrooms after every rain. It's been crazy. Uh, we've got a bunch this week again. And this weekend, when you're up north, I'm going to be up north too. Not too far from you, actually. I'm guiding. Uh, I put guide in quotes there because there's no pay involved. But I'm guiding for the annual world muskie hunt done that now for several years that's in lake tomahawk and it's a lot of fun i get to fish for muskies for three days and uh, hobnob with a bunch of people who really know how to catch muskies and take folks fishing which is always a good time 
And that's that's the one event you you can only fish it one time. Is that you correct? You can fish it once as a hunter. They call them musky hunters, and then you can be invited back. You are invited back as a past hunter, uh, as many times as you want to. And if they need guides, which they did when they asked me to come back and be a guide, um, maybe you'll get to be a guide. And I think. Um, I'm a guide because I've got a boat and because I like to fish for muskies. But, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in for it. None of my clients have caught a muskie since the first year I did it in 2003. Uh, I haven't fished it every year since then, but we're going to give it a give it a go this year again. Well, coming up, folks, Accessibility Wisconsin founder Monica Spaney tells us about her organization's mission to make outdoor wheelchairs available in every county in the state. And we'll kick things off with Jesse Qualley, owner of Green Water Walleye's Guide Service. He'll tell us about fishing action on the Castle Rock and Petenwell flowages. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. 
Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association, castlerock-petenwell.com, and Lemonweir Township offer four seasons of outdoor recreation on two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes and many miles of river, hiking, and biking trails and much more. Check them out online at castlerock-petenwell.com. And joining us now once again is Jesse Qualley. He's the owner of Greenwater Walleyes Guide Service. His website is greenwaterwalleyes.com. Well, Jesse, thanks for joining us again. Good. How's it going there, Dan? Well, we're doing all right, and I understand you've been doing quite a bit of fishing on the flowages this summer. Oh, yeah, a lot. The last two years have been really crazy. That's good, though. Get out of the house, get people out doing stuff instead of worrying about all the other crap that's going on there. Yeah. Well, so what are you finding out there? Quite a few walleyes. Now the perch bites really picked up. We've had some major, major mayfly hatches the last, <laughs> seems like it's been going on for about six weeks, you know, and then back with a bunch of cold fronts. So it slowed things down compared to what it was. And actually, the water temperature has dropped down into the low 70s. And even a couple of days there, it was like 68, 69. That's, that was, that's like unheard of in August. Usually it's in the 80s, you know, but... A lot of stuff, you know, again, still got spring of the year hash, but we've been still catching fish. Getting a few crappies, bluegills on other lakes and stuff, but a lot of, uh, mainly out in the forages, we're getting perch, walleyes, white bass, catfish, and of course sheephead. Well, what are you getting the fish on? The uh, trolling bite really doesn't pick up till like, between, you know, 10 and 2 p.m. in the afternoon. So we've been jigging in the morning. And uh, dead sticking using some blacktail chubs or uh, half a crawler. It's been pretty productive for us. And the live bait bite kind of slows down by 10 o'clock. So then we've been uh, switching over, trolling. On the days where it's where the water temperature has been cooler, you know, we've been running some smaller baits. But the days where it seems like when the water is, you know, real warm and the fish are really, really, really active. I mean, it, it's a hot type bite. You know, it's more of a reaction bite than a feeding bite. There's so much mayflies, you know, and so much spring of your hatch. You kind of got to use a really fast bait. And we've been speeding up a little bit, but still pulling on decent amount of fish each time. Now, are you fishing both flowages or mainly peat and well? Quite a bit on both, I would say. I'd say more on people, but I've been on Castle Rock quite a bit too. A lot of people in new homes and been up on vacation stuff. But well, I'd say about all 50-50. Anywhere in particular in the lake? I, I'm not going to ask you to put a drop a pin on a map, but uh, deep <laughs> deep water, shoreline, uh, structure? Yeah, for, for jigging wise, we've been fishing the edge of the channel. And any, like, any big turn or any big bends in the channel where there's a lot of timber, it seems like these fish are right locked down tight in that wood. For, you know, we've been using weedless jig, half a crawler, and, you know, or dead stick in that way with a big chop down in the trees. You know, you get snags still quite a bit. But then trolling, we were kind of targeting like eight to, uh, well, let's say, 15 foot flats, you know, where you're just targeting suspended fish in the middle of the water column. A lot of these fish lately, 
warmer the water, the higher the fish are. The colder water, they're way down tight. So it's, it's a horse of peace. So if you get days where you get a real nice warm day, the fish are up high and they're feeding really good. Now, if somebody hasn't fished this lake or these lakes before, which landings do you recommend? The one I usually go off is, is the Adams County and Pismal County Park. They got a great facility there. You can wash your boat down, clean your fish. They got bathrooms there. They got everything camping and everything there. Other guys have been going off of, um, I'd say up on Pismal, some guys fish on the, the guys going on the west side. You can launch at Wilderness Park. That's another great place. They got a nice boat landing and stuff there. And have you got available dates yet this summer? I know you're going to be bear hunting very soon. Yeah, i got a few dates still. we got three or four days here left in August. Yeah, bear season coming up. You know, that starts uh, Wednesday after Labor Day here. So i got quite a, I got a few days in September left, and i got quite a few days in the early part of October. And then I think this year it might be done a little bit earlier, but you know, probably around Halloween, and then get ready to go home. Okay, so people can book trips on your website, right? Yep, correct. Yep, yeah, I still got, I think I got about 10 to 15 days left total in September and October. Okay, well let's talk about bear hunting now. You are hunting right in the Adams-Juneau County area, right? Yep, uh, we've been running 25 weeks since June, and back then it's a lot of them because we did have some Pretty some tornadoes go through some areas and it's pretty it's pretty much level, so we backed out of them and we had some areas that flooded, but now I'm running about fifteen baits every three days. It's been pretty good. Kinda of interesting. I started some new baits here and they really started hitting pretty good, so I put some cameras on them and yeah, we're done here today, I'm gonna check them out. And you have clients, I assume. Yep, yep, I have oh, I think I have five or six hundred this year. Okay. Now, how do you put out that many baits on public land, and there must be other people hunting as well? Oh, yeah, there is quite a few, there is quite a few people. It's, it's just like going to a lake when you think you, you know, oh, this is a secret spot, but there's five guys fishing there. I mean, you just, it is what it is. It's public land. I have quite a few baits on private land, too, you know. The, the biggest thing I would tell people is just start early. You know, even if you bait once a week all summer long until, you know, well, let's say August, you know, and then try to speed it up if you can. But it's just, you just got to outbait everybody else. If a bear comes in there and there's no food in there, he'll forgive you the first time. But if it's the second time, a lot of times they'll vanish, you know, or they'll, they'll turn nocturnal or they'll go to natural food, which we're kind of in between right now because there's a lot of acorns dropping, corn's getting ripe. And there's a lot of choke cherries, mushrooms, so that's another thing that, you know, but you just got to work hard on and keep grinding on. I mean, there's times where they'll vanish, and then all of a sudden they come back, and everybody else gives up, and your baits just fire up, and boom, you kill a bear. Yeah. I wish you the best of luck, because uh, you got hunters who are eager to get a bear. They've waited a long time for those tags. Good luck to you, and thanks so much for your report. Okay, thanks, Dan. You bet. Jesse Qualley of Greenwater Walleyes Guide Service. You can find him online at greenwaterwalleyes.com. This is brought to you by the Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association, castlerock-petenwell.com. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. (laughs) 
Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dancemalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. I'm joined now by Monica Spaney. She's the founder and president of AccessAbility Wisconsin. She's also a mentor, a hunter education instructor, and a certified range safety officer. And earlier this year, she was named Conservationist of the Year by the Wisconsin Wildlife Federation. And the website for Accessibility Wisconsin is an easy one to remember, accessabilitywi.org. Well, Monica, thanks for joining us again, and welcome back. Thanks for having me, and it's my pleasure. I'm sure some listeners have heard you before on the show, but maybe not everyone is familiar with Accessibility Wisconsin. Can you tell us about it? We're a nonprofit in which our mission is to provide outdoor recreational opportunities for people living with temporary or mobility challenges to promote access, inclusion, equity, and healthy living. And now that was a lot of words for what does that mean? Well, we provide outdoor wheelchairs with tracks that tilt and move through nature and an enclosed trailer for both individuals and organizations. And the individuals can use them to explore the great outdoors, pass on our hunting heritage, and just be a part of nature with their friends and family. You yourself use one of these chairs. I think you and I met probably for the first time at a pheasant hunt a number of years ago where you were out in a frozen picked cornfield with a bunch of other hunters and you shot a few pheasants and uh, worked a dog and had a great day. Yes, that is where we first met. And believe it or not, my first pheasant hunt, I actually got to use an outdoor wheelchair and it was incredible being able to traverse through the cornfield freely. And it was incredible for my husband because he was like, whoa, wait a second. He's used to, you know, worrying about where I'm going and how I'm going and am I going to fall out of my chair? And, you know, he's telling me to follow the ATV or the UTV. And I'm like, no. And he's like, why not? And I go, because I can. So the freedom, the dignity that allows not only the individual but then the person that they're with, that their loved one, it allows them also the carefree spirit that both of them can participate in nature doing that outdoor event together instead of one worrying about the other and the other worrying about how other people are going to help them. And you came to hunting as an adult and, more significantly, after a life-changing, very serious injury, didn't you? That is correct. In 2001, I was chaperoning a middle school ski party. My son at the time was in sixth grade. I went to miss some kids, um, fell off the, slope, fell off the um, uh, ski slope, hit a, a tree, broke my back, and severed my spinal cord. So I'm basically paralyzed from um, the high waist uh, uh, all the way down to my toes. In the process of relearning how to live life, um, I experienced 
Becoming an Outdoors Woman, there was a program about firearms and safety because all of a sudden you could con- um, conceal and carry in the state of Wisconsin, and that, w- that whole concept was new to me. So I took the Becoming an Outdoors Woman course, and that brought me to a learn to hunt, to then falling in love with being out in nature again as a person living with mobility issue, living with a spinal cord injury. Now, you are very active, um, one of the most active outdoors people I know, and you are helping other people who have mobility issues, whether they're temporary or permanent, as you mentioned, get access to the outdoors in ways that they couldn't without these action track chairs or outdoor wheelchairs. What is your goal with these chairs and with uh, AAW as far as the state of Wisconsin is concerned? We work with organizations to not only make their activities accessible by training them on the outdoor wheelchairs and having event trailers with multiple chairs to be able to be used for their events, we then work with organizations on how to not only blend their programs to enhance their community, But our goal is to get at least one chair and trailer in every county of Wisconsin. And surrounding states are also part of that objective. In fact, we're training a potentially new host that's going to be in the state of Illinois, northern Illinois. So what they do is they learn our processes, and then they make the chair available for people to check out in their county so that we are not reinventing the wheel. We are maximizing resources, reducing overhead, combining efforts, and then make it available for more people throughout the state. And these chairs are, as one might imagine, rather expensive. How do you fund them? Actually, uh, a unit, a chair, and an enclosed trailer with um, all of the accessories that we have, like uh, a swing arm and a gun mount and a headrest and seat belt extenders, etc. they cost over $25,000. So let's take, for example, we're looking for a host organization in Marathon County. Well, we have a lady whose husband was an avid hunter. They donated in memory so that we have like 50% of that cost already covered from um, a memorial for an avid hunter. And now they're looking on to pass that hunting heritage, so then we get funds from other donors, and we're halfway there for Marathon County. But other ways we get funds are through grants. So we write a lot of grants, and we have thousands and thousands of hours donated by our board members and other volunteers to help check this equipment in and out for usage. That's how much it costs, and that's how we need money, and that's how we need volunteers. Your website lists the locations where the chairs are uh, available, uh, one chair per county is your goal, and you've got, what, 24 placed in counties now? Yes, we have 24 chairs and three event trailers and 19 single trailers. They're all enclosed. The chair plugs into the trailer. Then you can run an extension cord from the outside of the trailer to the electrical so that then the 
chair is able to be ready for people to check it in and out. The chairs that are in locations are available to any individual who uh, has a need for it. What about the event yep. trailers? How does that work? If you go to our website, accessabilitywi.org slash map, you'll see all the locations where the trailers and chairs are. But the event trailers are stored in Dane County and Iowa County, and so you can reserve an event trailer with multiple chairs. So, for example, we have Marinette County. They're having a fall colors festival, and they're reserving two event trailers and multiple chairs, and they're driving the trailers up to Marinette County to make that event accessible, and then they bring it back. Now, the cost is a $50 deposit per, per chair. It is free for individuals to, to use. And the way we're able to get our funds is we report back survey data. And that survey data then gets reported back to grantors. And that's what helps fund the project to continue throughout the rest of the county. One of our grantors is through the Pittman-Robertson Fund through the Wisconsin DNR. So hunting and fishing are a very important thing that we like to promote, not only as a host organization that may um, have those activities, but also individuals that love to do that. We also are at three nature centers so that if you can't tow a trailer or chair and you happen to be in Eau Claire at Beaver Creek River Edge Nature Center um, in Ozaki County or Milwaukee County at Weir Nature Center, one of our new hosts, you can actually use the chair and trailer at the location. And that's the advantage of having some of these great outdoor organizations as our partners. Monica, we have to take a break here. Would you stay with us and uh, come back after a minute or so? And I've got a few more questions for you. I would love to. Thanks, Dan. I'm Dan Small. We're talking with Monica Spaney, and we will be back after this. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Get outside and let us be your guide. Lawrence County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for a safe Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 miles of wooded ATV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to hike to, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to the ExploreFlorenceCounty.com lodging, dining, and recreation tabs to plan your trip. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. 
Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse at American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN. RGS. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. I'm talking with Monica Spaney. She is the founder and president of Accessibility Wisconsin. She's a mentor, a hunter education instructor, and she was named Conservationist of the Year by the Wisconsin Wildlife Federation. The website where you can learn a lot more about what her organization offers is accessibilitywi.org. Well, Monica, we were talking about how the outdoor wheelchair, the action track chair, makes the wild outdoors accessible to anyone who might not otherwise be able to walk through the woods or uh, get along uh, in an area that doesn't have a trail. But how do these chairs work? Dan, one of the unique features of these chairs is not only the track, but the chair tilts with you to help you go over logs and up slopes, and it goes walking speed. And so you're able to be out in nature in some of its most pristine state without having to pay the path, etc. And the slopes that it goes up are incredible. I mean, they can be fairly steep as long as they're wide, then you can kind of tra- traverse them by going to the left and the right and tilt well you're going. And then there are bogey wheels on the back to help protect with safety. There's a seat belt and a seat belt extender, and you you can also have a vest if you have less trunk control. Are there controls for an attendant if you need help? Oh, yes. There is an attendant control that can be plugged in so that the person is not able to use the joystick. The attendant can either walk beside them or walk behind them and help control the chair. Does it require much training to learn how to operate an action track chair? In general, no, um, because you have a joystick, so you move it forward for um, going forward and back for reverse and left and right, and it does a 360. Then the tilt, you have an up and a down. The main thing is, is maybe you have to learn how the arms move so that you can transfer or how to flip up the foot plate to get your wheelchair closer or to get closer so that you can get into the seat should you, you know, not have good balance. 
Now, we've been talking about these chairs helping individuals who have mobility challenges get out into the outdoors, but you also encourage people to become mentors and instructors, don't you? Yes, we actually have hunter safety instructors that have used these chairs. Um, We've had scout leaders that have used the chairs so that both youth with mobility challenges and the leaders with mobility challenges can um, use the chairs at their camping events. We have a gentleman, his name is Joshua Marks, who has also used this chair for his love of hunting, fishing, and other outdoor activities that I'd love to share a quote with you. Sure. Tell us about his story. So Joshua Marks wound up having a motor vehicle accident that left him paralyzed and one of his biggest fears was he wouldn't be able to hunt or fish again and then he says until I learned about AAW and the awesome program that allows people like me with disabilities to get back outdoors with the use of an outdoor wheelchair since then I've been able to use the chairs multiple times for hunting fishing and outdoor activities without AAW I would not have been able to enjoy these hobbies, and I am thankful for the numerous memories I was able to make over these past few years. It's been absolutely amazing. And your website has a couple of photos, one of him with a pretty good-sized northern pike that he caught, and another with a pair of very nice shed antlers he found by himself in the woods using an action track chair. Yes, you go to the news tab, you can see it on AAW newsletters or on the testimonial page. Now, something else that we ought to talk about, Monica, is all the public land we have in Wisconsin, much of it is in a pretty wild state, which is the way most of us want it. There aren't paved trails, there there may be access roads or parking lots, but beyond that, you're on your own. Um, how many acres of public land do, do we have? I think you had the number. In- Wisconsin has 5.7 million acres of public land, and there are over 500,000 people in Wisconsin that have some sort of disability that limits their access to that public land. With all the proven benefits of outdoor recreation, shouldn't everyone be able to enjoy the great outdoors? Oh, absolutely. And you're helping to make that happen. Well, it takes a team, and thank you for being part of that team, Dan. Well, we're glad to feature you each year now for the last several years on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV show and to have these occasional chats on the radio. So if people are interested in learning more, the best way is to go to your website, right? They can learn about opportunities to volunteer and uh, learn much more there as well. Yeah, you can go to the website to reserve a chair, to learn about hosting, to learn about volunteering, and you can go ahead and contact uh, me to learn about mentoring opportunities. I'm really excited about um, mentoring both a young lady and a former lady for her their deer hunt this year. Now, before we let you go, I know you've got a message for folks, and we've been conveying that message now throughout this show. What do you say to people who maybe had an injury and are unhappy about the fact that they can't get around the way they used to? What message do you have for those folks? I guess I have two two messages. One, we have a choice in life. No matter who we are, whether we have a mobility issue or not, we can choose to live life 
or let life live us? Well, accessibility Wisconsin has one way to access the outdoors, and that's why our motto is Outdoors Access for All. So I challenge you to choose to live life, reserve a chair, get out there, breathe, and experience nature again. Well, Monica, thank you so much for sharing your insights and your story and the story of a few other folks who have rediscovered the opportunity to get out there after an injury or for whatever reason that limits their mobility. And we will send folks to your website, and we will keep working with you and follow your progress with the Accessibility Wisconsin and wish you the best of luck as you look for more host communities and host groups for your chairs and get more people outdoors. Thank you, Dan, and hopefully we'll aim, shoot, and have a story to share about our successful deer hunt. That's our plan. Monica Spaney is the founder and president of Accessibility Wisconsin. You can learn more about everything we've talked about here today on their website, accessibilitywi.org. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Get outside and let us be your guide. Lawrence County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for a safe Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 miles of wooded ATV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to hike to, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to the ExploreFlorenceCounty.com lodging, dining, and recreation tabs to plan your trip. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge. And members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, lets you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts on online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show... Catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast, or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. 
See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. they got great deals on new and used boats, including up to $3,000 off new Crestliners until August 29th, and special pricing on pontoons as well. So check out their website and Facebook page for details. We're also brought to you by the Castle Rock Pete and Well Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-petenwell.com, and by Huntworth Gear, high-tech camo wear at a price you can afford, Huntworthgear.com. And if you are a customer who stores a boat at Cedar Lake Sales and you did not contact them by last Saturday, your spot is now open to anyone who needs a storage spot for the winter. Jeff, I'm hoping you've got a storage spot in that bay for this boat if I need to keep it again. Uh, we haven't discussed that. I think that, so. <laughs> anyway, if you missed our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin, or if it's not airing in your area now, you can watch past episodes of Outdoor Wisconsin online at milwaukeepbs.org. And Deer Hunt Wisconsin 2021, 2021, and past shows are archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin YouTube channel. Radio show that you hear right now can be heard online all the time. You can download the episode and take it with you. Go to lake-link.com. Go to the Outdoor Radio page. Download this show and uh, listen uh, anytime it's convenient for you. You can follow Dan on social media at Dan Small Outdoors. Follow me at Hardwater Jeff. Becoming an Outdoors Woman has a number of events this fall. In September, there are a couple things. The 24th, they are having a shooting sports fun day at the Isaac Walton League in Stevens Point, and there will be more events after that. For details, search online Becoming an Outdoors Woman. Wisconsin, and you'll find how to get to the UW-Stevens Point page that has all the info there. DNR News, well, September 1st, morning dove, early teal, and early Canada goose seasons open. Hard to believe that hunting seasons are, gosh, uh, just a little over a week away. August 31st, the last day to train bear dogs on bears because the bear season opens after Labor Day. And you can learn more about these things and everything else DNR-wise on the DNR website, dnr.wi.gov. If you have items for our calendar, email us at dsoradio at gmail.com. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com. I'm Dan Small, here with Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, have a great trip with Robert, regardless of the weather. I'm sure you I think it's going to be fun. Yep. We're going to make it fun. Yep, that's the that's the the right philosophy. And folks, get outside this weekend and be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. Just that needle bell now. Let's get to the perfect speed. Oh, how I love leaving the shore. When the cool night swallows the moose's nose And the heron Is fishing On one cold leg When the loon cries lover In the blue north wind I'll be trolling home
wrist gets a little chilly on the gunnel when my lazy Ike is just too lazy to lure when the worms go dry in the coffee can honey I'll be true 